So welcome back to Quantum Leap. This is Dr. Veronica Boaz, and we're going to take our analysis of Quantum Leap, of transformational change, to why do we wait so long to make this kind of change in our lives? What stops people who are miserable, who are stuck in unproductive relationships, unproductive jobs, stuck in their own misery? What takes them so long to make the decision to change? Well, we know that playing it safe is dangerous. So why? What stops us? Fear is only part of the answer. The other part of the answer is change is painful. It's painful and it's also hard work. We know that we're going to have to suffer somewhat. We know that we're going to have to work hard to make this change happen. And we humans avoid pain. We're not willing to suffer the short-term pain to achieve long-term gain. So how do we actually even make decisions? Common theories say, well, you know, what you have to do is pause and weigh all of the options and be logical. We like to believe that we are rational creatures, that we use logic and careful weighing of our options to make decisions. The fact is, we don't use logic very much in actual decision making. We have to use emotion. So let's take a deeper look at that. Again, conventional wisdom is that decisions should be made without emotion, totally logically. Cold evaluation of the situation, your options, the outcomes, and weighing of the odds. Management consultants to this day say things like, in any successful company, emotions have no place in the decision-making processes. Decisions, no matter how small or large, must be made solely on factual data and without any bias or emotions. Here's what's missing. We are neurologically incapable of making decisions without emotion. It's the secret sauce, a, a motivation, commitment, confidence, courage that has nothing to do with logic and everything to do with the part of the brain that handles emotion. In point of fact, 95% of our cognition happens in the emotional center of the brain. Damaloy's 2000 study found that when humans had brain damage that allowed them to continue to be logic but blocked any emotion processing, despite being able to use that logic, they were incapable of making any decisions even decisions as simple as what pair of shoes to wear, what they were going to have for lunch. They were stuck in what we call analysis paralysis, and so many people are stuck in that when they're trying to make some kind of big change in their lives. Analyzing decision-making, we as rational beings would expect that we would make rational decisions, calculated the expected value or expected utility of a particular outcome against the probability of that outcome. In fact, humans routinely pretend to use logic to make completely irrational, counterproductive, and ill-conceived decisions. The transformational change choice requires an emotional appraisal of the situation that is going to create motivation 
spark commitment and allow a person to be courageous enough to take actions. All of that is emotion, not logic. In fact, logic helps us to come up with reasons that we can't make the decision. Reasons that come from a place of fear. And more than that, inertia or quite simply laziness. And any excuse can be good enough. I have clients who tell me all the time about why they can't go forward. There are a million reasons why all of a sudden I can't make this change. And it's usually right at the cusp where the hard work has to start. In other words, I'm going to commit to a course of action that's going to take me down this road. It's going to take work. It's that run up to the leap, to the pole vault, to the getting over the obstacle. And I know that that's going to take work. So I say things, well, this could go wrong. I might never get another job. I don't have time for it right now. I have to commit to other things. I might be homeless. Um, He or she might react really badly to whatever decision I'm going to make. It's actually my fault. And if I work on myself just a little bit more, I'll be happy. I won't be hurt. I'll be successful. The fact is, your emotions are telling you that you're on the wrong path and that you have to face the pain of change. I talked in my first podcast about my own story. There I was with a man who had strangled me. I was in pain. I knew that I had to do something. I was in a job that was going to lead me nowhere in a relationship that could lead to death. And I had to face the pain of packing up my entire life, leaving my hometown and everybody I knew, including my family, and starting a new life somewhere new, a new career with new relationships. And I knew no one there. That was painful, extraordinarily painful, extremely frightening, There was no guarantee, but I had to do the work to take that leap into the unknown. And it was extremely difficult. But I have to tell you, once done, once arriving, there was still more work to do. But then all of a sudden, that work started to pay off. And the fact that I had delayed gratification, that I had delayed any returns, that I had taken that risk, paid off in spades. And that's what this is all about. It's a commitment to yourself. So let's talk for a moment about delaying gratification. I'm reading a wonderful book from 1987, The Road Less Traveled by Scott Peck. And he explores the concept of delayed gratification and its impact on our growth as human beings, our spiritual growth. And it is so applicable to our lives today in a world where instant gratification is the currency by which we live. In analyzing the concept of delaying gratification, we can look at the fact that change is painful, emotionally and even physically. And we can interpret the need for change as our failure to adapt to the current circumstances, even when these circumstances are completely toxic. And facing that unknown, the unpredictable, the risk is painful, even more painful than the current miserable circumstances. We have to accept the guarantee of pain 
against the promise of potential happiness. And that lack of guarantee has so many of us frozen in our tracks. Sometimes, though, we're just plain lazy. We know that this is going to take work and lots of it. So we avoid the decision to change because we just don't feel like doing the work. We look for excuses to avoid it. A friend of mine, her heart stopped in the middle of a marathon that she was running. It stopped several times. And she came to discover that she needed open heart surgery. And that was an immensely painful operation. Now, she didn't ask for this change. It was really thrust upon her. There was She dropped dead. She was brought back to life. She had to have open heart surgery. What followed that operation was personal transformation. She knew she had to do the work, not only to come back physically, but to come back emotionally and spiritually, to give back to the people with whom she had relationships and those she had yet to meet. And she had so much to offer, and her perspective changed completely. She understood the value of her life and the value of herself. Another reason we don't make the changes we need to make is dependence. So often, who we are is dependent on what we do and who we are with. We allow the situation and the relationships that we have to define us. And that's why we make the same mistakes over and over. We don't get to the point where we can listen to our hearts and make a commitment to a new course of action, transform ourselves, raise our standards, make new decisions. And the person, when you think about it, who goes from one unsuccessful relationship to another, over and over again, you can see the pattern. The individuals change, but the type of person does not. And it's destined that that relationship will fail. But the common denominator is the person who is dependent on others to define themselves. I have a couple of clients who are in very destructive relationships. And they go to a point where they are going to make some kind of change. And and what's interesting about it is when they are being coached, they give me all of this information about how terrible things are and how awful things are. And we map out a plan, what you have to do step by step to transform your life, to take the next step out of this relationship. And they get right up to that point, And then all of a sudden, that's when the excuses begin. Because what they are facing is a life without that external source of definition, without that external validation, because they're not carrying it with them. So before we can make transformational change, we have to become ourselves. And we have to know what that means. Once we are able to value ourselves, to actually love ourselves, have a real solid sense of our own personal worth, that is the moment we can finally commit to transformation. Because that is when we are able to decide that the pain of change is worth the risk, that we can commit to the work, that we have the courage to take the steps necessary to go to the next phase of our lives. The fact is we owe it to ourselves to transform in this way, to take a chance 
on finding that real happiness that's not external to ourselves, that we're going to carry with us versus accepting our current misery. We have to commit to the work, to the pain, and use the courage that it will take to move forward. Now, it's important to realize that big decisions like this are not instant decisions. They take time to make and they take work to execute. Just because you've committed to a choice, that's just the beginning. It's not like instant pudding. You don't add water and all of a sudden your life has changed. The pole vaulter doesn't just decide to jump and the next moment is in the air. You have to decide what your run-up's going to be. You have to prepare for it. You have to train for it. You have to plan for it. And then you have to take action. You have to do the work. And as I said, I have clients who get right up to the point when they know what the work is and that's when they stop going forward. Because now they know they have to commit to this. They have to do the work. They have to face the pain. They have to make that transformation. They have to run up, stick the pole in the ground, and spring into the air, knowing that in the air there are no guarantees. So, in order to take that leap, you have to accept that there's no guarantee. You have to plan your approach. Pace it out. Understand the steps it's going to take. The run-up. You have to face the jolt that you're going to get when you plant the pole into the ground and spring into the air over that obstacle. And you have to have the courage to accept that when you're in the air, there are no guarantees. That the landing may be hard. But what's true about the landing is that it's on the other side. Transformational change, the quantum leap, is an act of love. Love for yourself. And it's essential to be successful in anything that you do that you have that self-love. That you are able to value yourself. Because until that's true, you will never truly value anyone or anything else. I'm Dr. Veronica Boaz. Thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Our next episode will be about the steps it takes to make transformational change in your life to become the hero of your own life story.